Good morning. On this bold question crunch, SoCal nuclear bombshell performer Team Rocket is here to talk about their experiences doing burlesque, answering questions about splash zones, radioactive lizards, and unexpected aromas. <laughs> So, I think you are absolutely amazing. I just want to make that. I know I do that a lot with my guests. Start off, start off, yeah. start off with compliments. But I really need to emphasize that because I think the first time I saw you was mm -hmm. at Neotropolis at your performance, and I was like, "Oh, that's the the song you chose." And I'm trying to remember what it's 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 Burnham, right? Is that his name? I'm trying to. Remember oh yes. Um, I do remember you telling me about that. That was when I did Bo Burnham's Welcome to the Internet as a routine. <laughs> and it was amazing. It was fantastic. I think it was like the first time, the first show I got to see at Neotropolis. And I'm like, all right, so if this is it, cool. I'm going to have a blast. And then <laughs> I have seen you throughout, <laughs> ever since then. I saw you uh, like the next day or so we were eating and I was, I was sitting in the shade. And then you were sitting in the shade against the same wall that I was at. And I was like, should I say hello? I don't know. I'm busy eating. I'm not gonna say hello. It's too hot to say hello. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. I'll say hello eventually, some other time. <laughs> and then we also <laughs> crossed your path at San Diego at the bar that the Wasteland Weekenders took over. Yep. <laughs> so there was a lot of paths crossing, paths intersecting. Uh, not necessarily actually getting the opportunity to say hello, but when I eventually did, yeah. we got chatting and. You are just way too damn cool. Thank you. <laughs> um, I I always never feel that. It's so funny because I just try to, um, like one of my friends one time, she was just like, how do you have so much confidence? And I told her, I was just like, jet. I was like, I honestly just live up to being a goober. 24 7 like I have no more qualms about it <laughs> she was just like what I was like just don't care <laughs> just do your thing <laughs> I think a lot of times when yeah. I tell people about confidence it's just realizing that you know we got a short amount of time on earth so enjoy the hell out of it do whatever you can and just yeah. and so the first time I got to see you it was you doing a bur burlesque performance Mm -hmm. When did you get in burlesque? Or when, why, how, I don't know. All of the questions to you getting into burlesque. Perfect. Um, so I had, like, I had seen burlesque and stuff like that, like, before actually joining. But I still don't think I really had a full concept of what I was going to do, all that, you know. Um, I had started mainly seeing it when I started going to Wasteland in uh, 2015. And um, I had watched a performer on stage go up there in a, uh, it was a onesie, but it was like a really tiny onesie. Like, I don't know if somehow they bought one for like a doll, because it wasn't like a child onesie, it was even smaller. And it was, um, it was a dinosaur. And the stage kitten had brought out before she had went out on stage, a little cardboard city. And then the music hit and she was dancing to Go Go Godzilla in a in a little dinosaur onesie and just smashing the cardboard city. And I was just like, I want to do that. 
how do I do that? <laughs> it was I, so good. I actually, I, I did that during, for, for my friend's uh, bachelor party, is he was a big Godzilla oh. And so yeah. I, a cardboard city, mm-hmm. and I built a cardboard city, and I got a strobe light, and I went on this website, I think it's called, like, Ambient Mixer, and I got, like, sound of chaos, like, a bunch of, like, yeah. uh, uh, sirens, there's alarms, there's people screaming, there's gunfire, a bunch of, and I also got the soundtrack of Godzilla playing, and... I told him, I was like, before we go in, can you stuff your arms in your sleeves? Like, put your arms in your shirt to be able to get the dinosaur, the T-Rex arms. And he's like, I guess why? He's like, don't worry about it. And so I brought him in, and we destroyed the city. Originally, the idea I had was if I could get someone to dress up like a Mothra, like a, 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 a stripper yes. to dress up like Mothra and wrestle with him to defeat the, the, the <laughs> monster's kaiju attack. Yeah. That was the goal. I could never find one, and I thought that was a weird thing to find. I think now I can find it, and I think I oh. mentioned the podcast earlier, but that was the idea. <laughs> a beautiful. Um, even right before this, uh, I had woken up and had a very silly idea for an act because my friend was like, I just saw a burlesque show, and somebody did um, – and I feel bad. I can't remember what it was now, but they were like, they did this number where they painted themselves. And I was just like, oh my God, I've had the same idea for years, but my spin would be, I would do a paint by numbers and I would let the audience paint me. And then he was like, that's brilliant. And then I was like, I'm a liar. I've been asleep. And I just thought of this. (laughs) He was just like, (laughs) I think that's a pretty cool idea. Oh yeah. Would you hand out paint to like certain people? Because when you get to a certain number or or do you tell people what number they have and then walk right. to, uh, the audience and have them find it? Right. That would be great. Just like stand there and just like move around and be like, hey, find your number. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's that's another reason partly why I uh, started doing burlesque was I constantly listen to music and then I go, I have an idea. <laughs> like almost all the time. I had um one of those earlier today and i uh sent the message out to other people in in my troop and i was just like i want to do this but the sad thing is is i have so many other ideas i'm like where do i fit this one in where is the ideal show and location for this this particular idea i had and they're like i got you and i'm like this is that's another reason why um i love the friends i do have cuz partly um why I get a, I get to do a lot of the crazy ideas I have is um, I I bounce it to them, basically thinking they're going to finally go, Aaliyah, no, that's, that's too far, that's too wild. But then they always go, no, we love that idea, and here's how you're going to do it, and you're going to make it better. And I'm just like, I love you guys. <laughs> but um, so, so yes, I went to Wasteland, saw Go Go Godzilla, fell in love. And then I went back a couple years later, and that's when I saw um, the Vegas nuclear bombshells performing. And uh, the member uh, Bunny had taken off her garters, and she threw one at me. And I caught it. And I was like, mine. (laughs) And I actually, because again, I 
had seen a little bit of burlesque, but didn't fully know the rules then yet. And I thought, oh, it's a garter. It's like, it's like the garter toss. You get to keep them, right? So Bunny, after the show, came back and was like, can I have the garter? And I was just like, but I thought it was mine. And I I apparently had the saddest like puppy dog eyes on the planet. And she could not. She was just like, it's yours. Have it. And then um, a year later is when I joined the nuclear bombshells. I was just like, yay. It was like this beautiful thing. I wore it to my very first um, performance I did and um, I, I took it off do, 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 and loved it. I've had it in my, in my kit ever since it's, it's there to stay. <laughs> like, did you have any dancing experience prior to that? Yes. I, um, I was in ballet for three years. Um, super traditional stuff uh only every now and then we did we do something very silly but um it was uh ballet and then i did get to point um but when i ended up being like one of the lead characters for one of the performances we were putting on i because i was the lead character for the entire show my teacher was like we can't have you in point in that entire time you'll die <laughs> i was just like thank you i know i will i was like i can do it but it's gonna hurt <laughs> so so um yeah i have i have that training background but it's interesting because there have been people who i haven't told that and they've just noticed from the way i dance they're like i see your ballerina bitch ass over there <laughs> you know um they're like i i catch what you're doing and now because i've told more people about it even in my in my troop um they have been like trying to find more ways for me to do more um traditional ballet and stuff to actually put it in there um which is it's so beautiful i love it like i i had so much fun when i did it and um would love to keep using those skills <laughs> like I like it that you do have a group of friends that do uh, embolden and embrace your weirdness where it's like, I woke up and had this idea of doing paint by numbers on my skin and having the kind of people that have the kind of support system that's like, you know what? I will find a location that you can do that at. Oh, yeah. Um, it That's it, not even just for, like, dance. Um, I think one time I had posted on my Facebook, I was like, hey, guys how would I become a professional mermaid, you know? And my friends were like, here's where you buy tails. Here's other friends that you are already friends with. You should talk to. Here's like websites you can do. And I was just like, again, I, it, my friends always yes. And me, like, I don't think I've, I don't think I've ever been told no <laughs> to, to any of my dumb ideas, which um, eventually will hit, but uh, has not so far. So, <laughs> I think that your dumb ideas—they're creative. They—they—they they, they invite people to get creative with you. I don't think that you're mm -hmm. ever gonna get a no. Oh yeah. Um, or I love when other people will uh come to me and be like, "Hey, I have a song that I want you to dance to," and I'm like, "Yes, what is it? Tell me. I will figure out what to do." <laughs> like, and. So now, um, the group that I did join was um, the Nuclear Bombshells, but specifically the SoCal chapter. Um, 
And that was in 2017, I think I figured out, because uh, this past Wasteland, we made uh, baseball cards. And uh, that was one of the stats we had for it. So I was like, okay, I need to actually sit down and figure out when I joined it. So that was in 2017 that I started dancing with them. Um, and now I also run my own group as well. Um, and so I am a nuclear bombshell and I am also the warden of the cell block cabaret, which is again, just more ways for me to be like, Hey guys, I have a, uh, an idea y'all want to do it. And they're like, yay. And all those people now join along with me. And, um, that's a lot of fun too. Cause now I have like proteges who want to do weird things as well. Like they're like, Hey, can, can you teach me? Like, can you, can you show me how to do the weird dancing? And I'm like, say no more. <laughs> like, I will, I will get you in on whatever you want to do. <laughs> I think that's brilliant. Uh, yeah. The one performance I saw you do, it was paced perfectly where it, there was no, there's no boring part. It was just, th it, it was throughout the song. You were moving exactly where you needed to go and it felt like a uh, very thought out plan. And either A, mm -hmm. you have a thought out plan, which is totally understandable. I, uh, I am, I know you have the skills to do that. Or B, you're just really that talented that you throw together a dance and was <laughs> make it look incredibly professional. Um, so far, uh, that's really only happened to me majorly once. I do, because again, like I said, I listen to these songs and I have the ideas. So almost all every time I'm driving, I'm listening to the music I'm going to be dancing to. And I'm just playing it over and over and over again in my head, you know? The only time I've had to fully like, oh crap, make up crap on stage was um, I uh, had given someone my music and then it was an edited piece. So it was shorter. And then the one they used was the like, instead of the three minute long version I had planned for, it was like a five minute long version. So there was just two minutes. I was like, all right, let's go. What do I do? I'm just going to start making crap up. <laughs> but it worked. Nobody knew until I got off stage and I was like, and they were like, why are you so tired? You never seemed this tired during practice. And I was like, yeah, there was an extra two minutes. I wasn't supposed to be dancing. Like, <laughs> That's fucking insane. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I've, I've often thought about getting a burlesque, but, uh, I don't know. I, if, if someone just all of a sudden threw me two minutes, I would be like, shit. All right, cool. I'm just going to, uh, Twiddle my thumbs. That's that's a dance move, right? <laughs> that's insane. I I know that uh, a post that you did recently as uh, a performance that you did, where it was. I'm trying to remember uh, how do you pronounce the name. Like Mary Lloyd, I think it's how you pronounce it. Oh, um, I think the actual pronunciation is Mary. I think it is Mary Lloyd. I think, I think a lot of people say Mary Lude because it's L Y W D. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lloyd. I think it's supposed to, I, people have said yeah. it, oh, it doesn't look like Lloyd, but it's Lloyd. I think so. I don't know. Yeah. I'm... Um, uh, funny enough, that wasn't actually me who did that number. Um, and, uh, I, I love cat. Yeah. Bombshell and brood Hilda. Uh, the actual one of the leaders of the uh, of the SoCal nuclear bombshells, they're the ones who did it, and um, uh, it was brilliant. They had taken the time 
to they Spotify. They're like songs that have the words let me in in them. And then they took all of those songs and made a mega mix of it. So the entire like track was just different, like let me in, let me in. And and they 3D printed the um the horse skeleton head and I loved it. Again, um uh the fact now that the uh nuclear bombshells kind of have like a um a residency at the oaks um just is giving us more and more opportunities again to kind of just do more shows so uh we're not it's not like we're boxed in at things like neotropolis and wasteland with uh what we need to bring like thematically but now it's like um in february for example we're doing a whole like valentine's day show in um, in months to come, we want to do a show that is, uh, supporting our kittens to help, uh, raise funds for them to come to like, come to the events. And that show we want to do every song is like an animal theme song. <laughs> like, um, one of the shows, uh, I had originally, uh, done with, um, the cell block cabaret when we were, uh, in quarantine was, um, a, like a rent fair themed show. And then, uh, again, our leaders, uh, Kat and Faye, they both also had very similar ideas. So we might do a, a show uh, that's all Ren Fair themed, like bardcore music and all that. Like, it just, we just keep getting to do more and more things now because of this. And I'm like, thank you, Oaks. Thank you so much. Like, <laughs> so will, will the animal theme be uh, the furry episode? The furry uh, show? <laughs> I haven't dropped my hat in for music yet for that, but I really want to do uh, Moo by Doja Cat. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people are going to be trying to get that song, right? Because I think oh, yeah. it's on social media. It's, it's, it's a classic. And when my brain now goes to animal songs, that's the one. My brain's like, Moo. Like, I want to be a cow. Like, bitch, I'm a cow. <laughs> I... Oh, that's really weird. That's really weird. I never really thought about it because I want to say that the animal song that I would think about is uh, from Cat's Own Dance, but I can't think of what song I would pick. Because oh. none of the songs are really about yeah. animals. Just the animals are part of the movie. Yes. <laughs> but even like... see, that still works because you could still do the song and dress as like one of the cats. Yes. Exactly. I think that I think the most uh, show-stopping number that would be from that movie is Big and Loud, but that's Darla Dimple that's singing it. Uh, otherwise, if you did the main cat, Danny, his whole like, mm-hmm. ever since I was a little kitten, I had a dream. My name in lights, Danny the song and dead. I, I can't sing, but the yeah. <laughs> but same, same. I, would... I cannot sing. There's a reason I dance. It's because I am tone deaf. So bad. Um, so I have two things just to bounce off of that really quick. Um, big and loud. I actually suggested to uh, one of my best friends. I was like, we did a entire show that was all uh, cartoon villains themed. And oh yeah. And I was like, hey, uh, Siren, um, you wanna do you wanna dance to this number? Because I I was like, you will crush it. I was like, when I think of that type of music like it's kind of like the big jazzy like 
the big jazzy songs. I was just like, it's you. So I, I threw big and loud her way and she did amazing. It was so good. Um, and again, bouncing off of that. Oh no. Did my brain just. I'm trying to quietly get <laughs> cough drops out, but I'm not no worries. <laughs> no worries. Um, what was the other thought I had? Big and loud, Darla Dimple. Cats don't dance. Nope, it's gone. Damn it. We'll get back to it. If you <laughs> memory, memory cash. Um, I <laughs> I have it's not a problem, but my brain will do that. We're out of nowhere and I it, you know, it's a frequent thing, but it'll be like hours later where I'm just gonna randomly remember it. That's what it was. But um I did I I had that happen at work today and I honestly texted my coworker uh at like eight o'clock at night being like, remember that thing I was supposed to be doing? I finally remembered it. <laughs> it's just like, oh my God. Uh, for folks who are listening to us talk about the movie Castle Dance and they don't know what movie we're talking about, I highly recommend you checking it out. I don't think it's streaming anywhere at the moment. I think it might be on YouTube, but yeah, it's, it's one of my favorite movies. It's such a good movie. Uh, it's 2D animated and it's a musical, and uh, I think you'll love it. I think a lot of people, it's one of those movies that everyone who has seen it loves it. I think I don't know. I might be projecting, but <laughs> I highly, I highly recommend you checking it out. <laughs> what is one of the strangest performances that you've done? Ooh, easy. It was one that I recently did. Um, maybe I have two. I really like the one I recently did. And then um, I, I do feel like there was another one. Um, so uh, Nuclear Bombshells just had a show with the Oaks. And it was all a uh, nightmare before XXX themed. Like, And I was just like, I got you guys. Let me at them. And they were like, what are you going to do? And I was like, I'm going to dance at, uh, as Captain Spaulding, gender bent Captain Spaulding from House of a Thousand Corpses. And I'm just going to be sexy clown. And then at the end, I'm going to pick up a rack of ribs and I'm just going to eat ribs for like the remaining minute of the song. And they were like, and what else? And then I was like, and then I'm going to smear the rib sauce all over me. <laughs> and then I had uh, gotten approval uh, prior consent because that is super important for like the things I do in my shows. I got prior consent. And I walked over to uh, a gem in the audience, one of our friends, and um, I took the rack of ribs and I just walked up and I smeared it all along the side of her cheek. And just I grabbed my sticky little fingers and I rubbed them all over her face. And I was just like, and bye. And I just took off and it was beautiful. And I love I love just the reaction that everybody had, because like my my shows now come with a like a splash zone warning essentially so um yeah and then like the ribs were laid out on stage the entire performance but i just don't think they knew what was coming because again i just i took the ribs and i just ate them and then i just started smearing it and i was just like let's go i smelled wonderful that entire show because um towards the end i also did a, a performance as a silent hill nurse and the particular goop 
that I make to spread on my body to make me look extra grungy. It's um, it's instant coffee, cinnamon, and normally I use like tea that I brew, but this was just water this time. But the barbecue sauce, the cinnamon, and the coffee all smeared on me. I, I was a delight. It smelled. I smelled so good. I looked horrifying, but I was wonderful. Um, and then it was uh, I think only a couple years, maybe 2019, maybe 2018. Um. It was one, I was brought this number. I was told, hey, I have a, I have a song you should dance to. Because I feel like you're the only one who can um, truly do justice to it. And I was like, again, I was like, okay, hit me. What's the song? And they said, can you please dance to Bloodhounds Gang? Um, a lap dance is so much better when the stripper is crying. And I was just like, say no more. And that one, again, truly weird. I did this performance at Wasteland. I did it. Um, in the area that's called the Den, which is uh, just literally known for being like um, where all like the most wild things is going to happen. It's it's like, it's just known for that, you know? And I did this performance and uh, like my friend who was in the audience who took special time to come and watch it, um, he, he observed the audience and he goes, that was beautiful because there were moments where the audience was clapping like, yay. And then you would do one of your crazy things. And then the audience would just get kind of quiet because they were like, I don't know if we should be clapping because this is really weird. <laughs> um, and I'm like, I'm, it's me and my one other friend, uh, Kimberly, we're the only people who have now like just stunned the den so much that in, they were silent. Um, but yeah. So in that particular number, I, uh, I took a, a thing, a lipstick and I just did not do lipstick correctly. Um, again, the, the song is crying. So I had, I can't cry on command. Um, even though I am a big cry baby, which we can go into later, but I took a bottle of saline solution and I just smeared it into my eyes or not smeared, but like sprayed vigorously. And, um, I purposely bought like the cheapest, just like whack-ass mascara I could find that would run. So the saline solution hit my eye, and now I just have mascara tears all the way down my face. Um, I uh, I took a coat hanger, and I it was a plastic one, because I'm really proud of this weird fact. I took a plastic coat hanger, and I put it around my body. And I actually can entirely fit through a plastic coat hanger. I'm that small. But I purposely got the coat hanger stuck around my waist and then just proceeded to dance with a coat hanger around my waist for the rest of the song. And the grand finale was I, um, I walk out on stage. I have tiny little, uh, like swim goggles that have flamingos on them. And, um, I have a a jug of milk and I shake it up. And then I just proceed to pour milk all over myself for the remainder of the song. And, um, yeah. So. Exactly. <laughs> two things I want to mention. Uh-huh. One, one, I do have a video of me pouring egg, uh, pumpkin spice eggnog all over myself. Because <laughs> my friend does not like pumpkin spice anything. And so I found yeah. out that eggnog existed. And so I made a video of it. And I made sure to tag him in it. So it's on my Instagram. You can find it in my reels. Yeah. The 
thing I want to mention is the Captain Spaulding performance. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't we I don't think that we've ever talked about this, and I think that we became friends after my clown charity was over. But <gasps> you did mention it, but I oh. I don't know too much about it. <laughs> Uh, a lot of people who have listened to the podcast or have watched, read my comics or have just paid attention to my social media knows how terrified of clowns I am. Oh, no. And I did scroll past the Captain Spaulding images. And I'm like, oh, oh no, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to bring up Captain oh, no. Spaulding. <laughs> Is uh, ribs a thing in the movie? No, well, okay, again, it's House of a Thousand Corpses and um, it's a family of cannibals. So oh, oh, okay. that was how I um that's how I pulled the 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 rib thing into it was I'm like I'm gonna eat I'm gonna eat people I'm gonna eat ribs. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. I, spoiler alert! I have not seen that movie. Not gonna see that movie. I know <laughs> Captain Spaulding, and I've yeah. gone out of my way to stay away from any movie with Captain Spaulding in it. Because there's also <laughs> there's house there's also Devil's Rejects, right? Does he get clowned yeah. up? And- yeah. yeah. I'm not gonna watch that. Uh, I, I I like the idea of being I, I consent to being rubbed against with a rib. I'm fine with barbecue sauce. That's cool. But you as a clown rubbing barbecue sauce? No. No. <laughs> I, I I I want you to know I have a lot of consent for all your shenanigans, but if you're gonna do it as a clown, I'm not gonna I'm I'm out. <laughs> you're out. <laughs> <laughs> I warn you, um, I will be doing that number again. Um when uh, Nuclear Bombshells goes to uh, Nuclear Witter, um, we are going to be doing a set that involves cannibalism. And I was just like, hey, can I redo this number? And they're like, yes. Because um, the other number they wanted me to possibly repeat was uh, I did the song Actual Cannibal Shia LaBeouf. And they were like, you should do that one. It's literally Actual Cannibal Shia LaBeouf. And I was like, guys, 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 here's the thing. I did that number at Wasteland when it was, uh, it was actually still very cold. The day that I happened to do it ended up being very windy. But um, I poured like a pint of fake blood on me during that number. And I was like, I'm not doing that at the end of February. I will simply pass away. It's too cold for that. I am, so. I'm very tempted. I, I, I keep, I don't know, I'll, I'll look at my funds because of my, my bank account has not been happy with me uh, mm-hmm. lately. And COVID really hurt, but... <laughs> Uh, hurt me financially, but I would love to go to the nuclear winter because it's just down the street from my house. Oh man, um, a nuclear winter is one of those things. If if you are able to do it, I tell people to do it, especially people who are uh, wastelanders who maybe have only had their big their their first taste of the big event, and now they they can like a uh, nuclear winter is like an invite only and everything. But like um, if you can go to it it's it's a a smaller event it's got some of like like the main players like i like to call them people are really involved in like the lore of wasteland people who run some of the bigger groups like it's got the main players there and you really just get a sense of how strong this community is how much like they can pack into like a short amount of time and um it's just beautiful and you have just more of that time to actually like connect like at Wasteland, for example, I try and find those moments, but I am running around constantly. Um, so I 
I do feel bad. Like I don't have as much time to like really be like, cool, like let's just hang out. You know, I'm like, I have to go do the next thing. Um, so at these, even though I am also doing a ton of stuff, um, because also it's not, it's not as like wide and long. Um, I, I can find people a lot faster. I can go and like find the groups after I do something be like, cool, I'm here. Let's hang out now. <laughs> like I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That, I don't know. Cause I know my, my friend keeps trying to get me to go to uh new year winter. And I think I'm going to, that right there, that selling point is pretty mm-hmm. appealing. Cause I do like, I like going to the crazy events. I like I like the insanity of the big stuff, but I also really mm-hmm. like it. Just tone it down a bit so I can actually have fun and hang out with friends. Oh yeah, it'll be colder, and I like the cold. <laughs> oh no, that's partly why. Um, one time Zeke's had uh, Zeke's who runs Nuclear Winter. Um, they had to move the event around a lot. Um, and it ended up becoming Zeke's Nuclear Spring. And I was just like, I love this. It's so much warmer. Like, can we always do this? And they're like, no. And I'm like, you guys suck. I want to be warm. I'm not a creature of of the um of the cold, not in any way, shape, or form. I'm I am very much like, um, please keep my habitat at a nice like 86 degrees, and I will be very happy. <laughs> like we'll see. I, I'm very tempted. I'll have to look at uh what my funds look like, but it sounds yeah. very tempting. Uh, I know it's funny because, like, I have not been to Wasteland. I've been to Neotropolis. That was the first and only event that I went to. And yeah. I, it's it's funny because, like, I had my nighttime wear, but then the daytime, and I think I mentioned this on the podcast earlier in a previous episode. Yeah. Also, you mentioned Jem, the person that you rubbed gar- uh, the ribs on. <laughs> rubbed ribs, yeah. They were a guest on a previous episode. So they are, they they have been there. If you, I forget what number it is, but if you want to look at yeah. Jem, be like, I want to listen to this podcast, this person who got the ribs rubbed up on them. <laughs> it's there. Scroll up. It's there. But uh, next year at Neotropolis, I'm like, now that I know what it's like, I'm going to wear a lot less clothing. <laughs> oh, well, Wait, actually, here's the thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, Neo pulled a Freaky Friday this year because uh, it was warm. Uh, yeah, 2023's uh, Neotropolis was extremely hot. Um, but the year before that, it was raining sideways, uh, one of the nights for a brief moment and it was freezing cold. (laughs) Like, so, um, that's what we always tell people, uh, like veterans who have gone to wasteland and these events for a long time is we're like, Hey, just a reminder, it's the desert and, uh, it does whatever the fuck it wants. So pack for all possibilities of like weather, you know, um, which Funny enough, uh, again, I've been going to Wasteland since 2015. Um, I made the mistake of this past Wasteland um, being like, you know what? It's actually been a very warm September. I'm going to be fine. I literally was holding my my fleece-lined leggings in my hand and went, I don't need these. And I threw them back and I did not pack them. And then it was cold. It was so cold at Wasteland. Um, Bless my friends a million times over. Cause I, uh, I basically just wandered around one night and started collecting like clothes from people <laughs> like, please, please for a dollar a day, you can, you can dress in Aaliyah, like so she does not freeze to death out here. <laughs> like, um, I love my one cat mate, uh, Ace, because, um, the other funny thing too is, um, I have a rain fly for my, my tent 
let's also just verify. My tent is a piece of absolute trash. And um, my door does not zip close. I have a rain fly, but I don't really have the proper things anymore to like keep it on. So my tent is, a, it, it's essentially an open book. And every night, Ace would peek out from their window of their RV, which was parked uh, relatively close to my tent. And would just be like, okay, she's still moving around. She's not dead yet. We're fine. <laughs> What's that called? Like a health check? A, uh, right. A wellness check. A wellness check, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta make sure Ellie is alive. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, <sighs> the episode of this podcast will come out on Kiss a Ginger Day. And it got me thinking <laughs> of all the, the fictional gingers that could get kissed. Uh, I was... My mind went to Poison Ivy, but also I, I kept thinking of like uh, Jimmy Olsen and uh, Syndrome, Syndrome. And you watched The Incredibles, right? Oh, yeah. 100%. Like, I, I am a big, um, I love Disney, Pixar, any anything related in that realm. I'm like, I'm on it. <laughs> like, But um, I think there's only one recent Disney movie that came out that I haven't actually caught yet. I'm, like, I'm ashamed of myself. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> what is but, that movie? Oh, I was, I I, it's going to interrupt yeah. you. Because I had yeah. a question. Hell, I, I had a whole setup, but I want to know what yeah. Disney movie you haven't seen. I I think the most recent one was Wish that came out, and I haven't seen it. And I'm like, darn it! <laughs> and I have Disney Plus, and I'm like, I just uh, I need to I need to watch it. <laughs> I need to keep up my record. <laughs> I I I know how you feel because mm-hmm. I did watch Wish. I had to watch Wish because yeah. I do I. It's weird because, like, I have a lot of criticisms and judgments on Disney. That being said, I'm a hypocrite because I love Disney. I will watch everything that they pump out. <laughs> they already have my money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, have you seen Turning Red? Yes, I saw Turning Red. I love Turning Red. That's one I love, yeah. Over and oh. over it, was, it was just this touching, like, um, just... Again, like growing up femme in in that world and everything, I was like, oh my god, that was just me and my friends. And I was like, ah, like is this funny? Like level of like beautiful cringe where it's just like, oh yeah, did all those things. <laughs> I told my friend about how uh, I think the first boy girl party I went to was at her house, and I told her, hey, have you seen Turn Red? She's like, no, why? I'm like, they've got a party. And it reminds me of yours. I always get this like weird nostalgic feeling whenever I see them go to the party. <laughs> um, so, what was your, what was your, oh, your setup though? Your question. Yeah. yeah now I'm interested. <laughs> uh, I was thinking about Poison Ivy, and one of the interesting things about Poison Ivy is that she can manipulate her aroma, her scent, to be able to attract people to be able to poison them, or at least yeah. that's some different versions of Poison Ivy has different rules to her plant-like activities her plant-like talents her skills her powers there we go her plant powers so one of them i was thinking of was what smell would poison ivy emit to attract you and specifically cereal brands like what smell oh (laughs) uh, like a cereal like if i smelt that cereal yeah i i tend the cereal I end up buying like most often if I'm just like walking down the cereal aisle that I will generally pick up because I think part of my brain's like it's healthy but it's sweet 
so I, I, I feel like even just that alone would be like what like lures me um, is, is honey bunches of oats. I would just be like, boop, like in the cart. Um, but uh, growing up, I feel like if it were like a Twix or Captain Crunch, it would have got me. Like, just let me have it. I I do love a pretty good, like, sweet cereal. But the problem I always run into is if I buy the whole box, I, I tend to not want an entire box of it. And then I'm like, ah, I have all this now. Like, especially, again, like the really sweet stuff, like like the Captain Crunches, the, the, the uh, I said Twix. What is it? It's not Twix. It's, it's Trix. Trix. <laughs> Twix is actually my favorite candy bar, though. That's why yeah. my brain connected it. But um, but again, things like Honey Bunches of Oats, it's it's still sweeter, but it's not so bad where my brain is like, you can't have multiple bowls of this. Like, you have to stop. Um, I love that nowadays, though, they've made the like the little individual servings and like the little bowls that you just add milk to. Like, it's already prepackaged, like one serving. Because sometimes I'll just buy those to to kick that craving of like the really sweet. And I'm like, yes, now I have my tiny bowl. <laughs> like, this is all I need. <laughs> I don't know if you've had the cereal because I don't. I, I I think it's popular. I'm pretty sure it's popular, or it was popular yeah. at the time. I think Waffle Crisp would get me to kiss. Oh yeah. Anyone, if anyone has like waffle crisp, <laughs> if they have like a, a maple smelling perfume and spray it on them, I'm like, oh, cool, I'm seduced. <laughs> um, I'm gonna do the two things again this time, and I'm gonna see if yeah. I actually remember both this time. So go for it. Um, I actually did take time to like, uh, kind of Google like ginger fictional ginger characters. Because I wanted to to be ready for this question, and then right away the first one that pops up, I'm like, oh yeah, duh, 100% would kiss her, Miss Frizzle. Oh yeah, oh okay. oh yeah. Originally the question was which fictional characters would you want to kiss, and oh, yeah. you changed it, but yeah, Miss Frizzle's a good answer. I would ki- I would kiss that teacher right on the mouth. That sounds weird. Most teachers get in trouble for that. I'd make sure it, I was not her student doing it. I'd ah. be like. I'd be the cool, the cool lady who dated Mrs. Frizzle, who who made sure her bust was all all worked on and ready to go, <laughs> even though it's magic. I don't I don't think I would need any sort of mechanical help on it. Um, and then two. Oh, boo, I actually remembered it this time. I was like, nope, it's gone again. Um, so just speaking of the aroma thing, I'm I'm gonna do a big offshoot really quick because this was yeah. a fun fun bandwagon thing that went around on Facebook not too long ago. And I dedicated hours of my life to this stupid thing and actually turned up results. So it was one of those ones uh, that was like, just based on a picture, what would you think I smelled like? And I got answers, but what, what would you, what would you say? I want to know what you said. And then I'll give you the, like the top results I basically got from that. I don't think I'm good at guessing this kind of question. But it's not even guessing. It's just like you you've seen pictures of me through my Facebook. Like what what would you maybe assume that that my aroma was? Okay. Uh this is a weird this is a weird question. Okay, hold on. <laughs> because I'm going to say 
a candy, but I want to. I, I I keep picturing like a sticky candy, like taffy. No, not taffy. Oh. I'm thinking lemon something, and I can't figure out what lemon thing it is. But yeah, that's what I'm gonna yeah. go with. Lemon something. Like a lemony scent. Okay. Yeah. Um, some of the top scents that were uh voted for me essentially, and again. I, I took every single comment that was left on that and I, I went through and I grouped I grouped together because everybody's not everybody kind of gave me like some fancy things, you know. Um number one biggest thing I smelled like was um a gunpowder, sulfur. Like I was just like, okay, interesting. Second one was whiskey. And I was like, all right. <laughs> um, That's, oh, I like it. I like whiskey. Yeah. And then I got um I got campfire smoke was another big one, like a smoky smell. Um, then some of the, the funnier ones that were on there was, um, uh, the blood of my enemies (laughs) was another one. And, um, one that I thought was just beautiful was uh, like a a rosy scent. Like, like, I'm like, oh, cool. So I then, uh, went and I looked at like different, uh, like TikTok pages and things like that. People who like review scents. And I started looking for smells there. And I couldn't actually find a perfume that that hit a lot of those notes. Um, and then I went to a, a little Wastelanders, like, backyard. Um, hey, we're selling some of our stuff, you know? And someone was selling a bunch of, um, I think it was Black Phoenix Alchemy Lab um, smells. And I pick up one, and I, I just open the cap, and I smell it. And I was like, oh, my God, this might be it. And then I turn it around, and that's when I was like, sold. This is what I smell like. It was a scent called Abandoned Car. <laughs> and I was like, yep, that's me. <laughs> that was such a fun setup. Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> so um, the lovely scent of Abandoned Car is, um, <laughs> it's, it's so perfect. It smells like kind of smoky because uh, they mentioned on the little like thing, they're like, a wires that are frayed and burning you know so frayed burning wires the smell of leather like uh like a a spicy leather scent um the smell of like rusting metal and i was like yep that's that's basically everything right there in just one one little bottle and it's it's a really it's actually a very pretty smell i love it (laughs) that is pretty fantastic i would never have expected that but Damn, I love that whole story. <laughs> so yeah, if if uh poison every if I ever wanted to attract poison ivy, my my scent would be um not a cereal, but it would be a, a, a find your cereal in an abandoned car, find chunks. <laughs> find cereal. Okay, so I think that that's gonna be the title of this episode. Then you said <laughs> abandoned car breakfast. That's what's gonna be. All right, <laughs> abandoned car breakfast. <laughs> You've heard of breakfast at Tiffany's. Well, get ready for something entirely different. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's a weird vibe that I have um, truly adopted since becoming a Wastelander. And I think it was just because I had finally found, like, my people, you know? <laughs> and, um, and I've, I've, just kind of really become this full-time goober that um will 
just again always try to not like one up myself but like I'm just like hey I had again like I, I had an idea I want to do it can, can I do it <laughs> like and it's it's just produced so many fun adventures and stories and everything I've done now um and it just it I feel like it keeps opening opportunities for me you know that I didn't necessarily know I had <laughs> like I think being creative is I yeah I'm glad you corrected yourself saying it's not one up yourself it's not one up yourself it's just yeah you have a craving to be original and so you just always have like I want to do this new weird thing I thought of yeah so um oh go on no you go ahead well, that was just... that was one of those that was one of those pause ums like <laughs> yeah <laughs> I was thinking of uh, when you're kissing uh, Miss Frizzle. I was thinking of the whole seatbelts, everyone, and the theme song went in my head. <laughs> that being said, and this might be your answer, I'm not. I'm not yeah. If you were to do a performance based on an obscure cartoon, what cartoon would you pick, and what song would you choose? Ooh. All right, we can really, we can really dig there because I've, I've seen some wackadoodle cart cartoons um but I feel like I would want to pull something from like my childhood but I don't think there's any music for it you know um but I I used to think it was like a fever dream I had growing up but I was like there were too many things that I was like no 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 this shit was real I I know I I dream very vividly that I was just like, that could have been something I made up. But I was like, nah. And I was hell-bent on finding it. And um, it was um, a movie that I watched on beta tape called Unico's Magical Island. And it it is like, again, it's, it is a fever dream of, of animation. But it's like from... I don't even know. I want to say it's like from the sixties or something, maybe, maybe a little bit later on, but, um, I would love to figure out how to do something to honor that. Cause it, it's wild. <laughs> um, there's this giant, uh, wizard that essentially is a round balloon that is terrifying and turns people into these weird, like, block little clay people that like march around and then again it's unico so there's like a, a little unicorn as well and i'm like what is this thing like what am i watching so we'll love to or if i had to pick something equally as weird that does actually have music um there but i don't think it's very long but again i would figure out how and again it totally fits me um there was the movie raggedy ann and andy um and there was a monster in that movie called the Greedy, if I remember correctly, who was basically this giant blob of chocolatey fudge that moved around and just ate more and more desserts. And again, that totally, I could just sit and eat cake the entire performance and it would, it would fit. <laughs> I do have a friend in her performance. Uh, she rubs Twinkies all over herself. So, uh, I guess rubbing food on yourself during the last thing is a oh, yeah. very popular shtick. <laughs> it, it's it's so good. Um, one of the best performances I have ever seen 
And I don't think I will ever, uh, it's, it's that meme of like, but I'll never be her. And or like that sort of thing. Um, this woman came out in a inflatable hot dog costume that was bedazzled. So it was a bedazzled inflatable hot dog costume. And she stripped out of that. And then underneath that, she had still on an equally like full bodied hot dog costume, also bedazzled. And then she stripped out of that into, um, it was this beautiful set I had seen for so long, but it was like, a, it looked like a hamburger was like the, the brawl and the panty combo. And, um, and then she let her hair down and then she just did a bunch of beautiful like chair work, like amazingly acrobatic stuff. And she didn't rub them on herself, but again, the last like 30 seconds of her performance, she just sat and ate hot dogs. And I was just like, bravo. My, again, my burlesque goals are go, go Godzilla and um, this hot dog woman. Like, <laughs> they're champions in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so would, would, if you did do Godzilla, would you do it with the song Go, Go, Godzilla? Or would you, or would you pick another song? Oh, no. If I ever did um, that routine, I would 100%, I would I would flat out say, I'm doing this exact routine I saw years ago, and it is a tribute to, like, one of the first burlesque routines I, I ever seen. And I would I would do that act, essentially. Also, I, I absolutely love Godzilla. And um, I just want to wear a dinosaur costume and smash a tiny city. Like, am I asking for so much? <laughs> I don't know. In my head, I was thinking of, uh, what's his name? P. Diddy? Yeah, P. Diddy? That's his name now, right? Or is it just Sean Combs? I don't know. The point oh, is... Oh, man, I have no idea. <laughs> my mind went to, uh, the... What? The, what, the, the Matthew Broderick Godzilla movie? And I was thinking of the soundtrack where he's like, uh, I'm blanking on the song now. It's like, Come With Me? I think it's Come With Me. Ooh. I think that's the song. Yes. But that's what I'm. I'm actually gonna listen to the song after this podcast because I want to hear it again. But that's the song I have to think about. If I was gonna do a Godzilla dance, that's the song I would choose and make a lot of people. I think some people would enjoy it, but a lot of people would be also be like, "Ah, you could have picked any other song from any <laughs> other movie, but you had to pick this one." <laughs> oh man! You kept saying, "Uh, the SoCal nuclear bombshells is nuclear bombshells that widespread." We do. We have two chapters. It originally started uh, with the Vegas chapter. Um, and the Vegas chapter had been around for years. I I want to say uh, like 2010 possibly, but I also am kind of, no, I should know this. Like I have gone to Wasteland so much, uh, but they have essentially been around almost the entirety of Wasteland um, is, is existence. And um, then the SoCal chapter started, and um, I was asked, funny enough, uh, by one of the leaders. Then we were we were we were good friends. Um, she had come to me and was like, "Hey, do you want to be a, a nuclear bombshell?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'd love to dance." But it was actually her just bamboozling me because she just wanted to see me naked more often. She was just like, "If I come ask her to dance, she will take off her clothes," and she was correct. <laughs> so. Um, and then it's changed hands a couple of times now, and now we have, um, our leaders are, uh, Bombshell Brunhilde and Daddy Hedda of Wasteland, um, 
Kat and Faye. Um, they're like our two main people. Um, they have taken it over and they have just, my God, the, the stuff they have done. And the fact, like I've mentioned earlier, we have a, like a residency now sort of at the Oaks doing shows. Um, it's, it's beautiful. Like it's absolutely beautiful. Um, and we just, uh, we just held auditions, uh, with that, like within the last month in December, and we now have five new members coming into the bombshells, uh, this 2024 season. Like some of them, we have a performance on, uh, January 13th. We have some people debuting that show. Oh my God. I just remembered the other thing yeah, go for that it. I was going to talk about. Yes. So. And it works because it still has to do with the January 13th show. So I can keep, I can keep promoting um, the January 13th show. We're trying something a little bit new. And I uh, think it's going to be just so fun and interesting. We have so many talented people in the bombshells and we have really talented singers. So the show is going to be um, very cabaret style and we're going to have the dancers, but then we're also going to have people singing live vocals. like we're going to have vocalists doing the songs for the dancers. And I was just like, Oh hell yes. It's going to be so much fun. Like, but now here's what I had forgotten and remembered. So, um, again, I, we, we had mentioned neither of us can sing. And, uh, I had laid out the funny idea for this show. I was just like, what if I sang, uh, tequila for a dancer? <laughs> <laughs> I was a little bit bad because I don't know if it was just like a, a busy day and like not a lot of people had time but I was like that was a funny joke and I got like no response to it I was like boo all of you it's funny <laughs> oh yeah it's funny are you going to do uh, the whole damn I'm blanking on all the names this is ridiculous but the uh, what's his name that's ridiculous anyway the whole uh, here, the Mighty Mouse thing is like, here I come to save the day, where it's just you, you're going to be standing there awkward the whole song. Oh, yeah. and I would just stand there. <laughs> and then I'll time it to where, like, uh, one of the bartenders can bring me a shot of tequila right when the music hits, and the tequila, and then take a shot of tequila, and then just set the mic down and walk away and let the dancer finish finish their thing. <laughs> no, um, uh, this is one of the first shows that I will be uh, sitting out of for like a while um because uh i i have just overbooked myself recently and i've been so tired so i was just like you know what going into 2024 this first one i'm going to take a little break because <laughs> going into february um i'm doing our our heartbreaker show um that's on february 11th and then uh doing nuclear winter um i'm choreographing a big part of one of our our big numbers we're doing for that. And I'm just like, I, I need to chill. <laughs> so I don't burn myself out. <laughs> I I hope you do relax. Cause even when scheduling this interview, I was like, Oh man, I hope that you, I hope you have some time, just a breather to be able to enjoy life a bit. Instead of just work. Oh. oh man. I know. I thoroughly um, live my life to like the fullest. I love I, I am very, very much uh, extroverted. So um, doing things, being with friends, doing things like this, they, um, they like, they charge my battery, you know? Um, 
over the years, I have learned when that battery is running low um, and when to be like, hey, I need to kind of fully step out and go chill. Because there's been times I've been at parties when I didn't know that my battery works that way. And it would just, it would hit like dead empty. And I would just kind of go like nonverbal staring at like fires and just being like, I, what's wrong here? And then I'd be like, oh, I'm, I'm empty. I need to go to bed. Like, <laughs> um, and so now, now I've really learned what exactly charges, charges me doing things with friends and things like that. So I've, I, I pack every weekend if possible to go do things, go, go do events, go hang out with my friends, go do silly new things, do photo shoots with the bombshells. Like I love it. Do you have any social media that people should be following? Um, yes. Uh, 100% go follow the SoCal nuclear bombshells on Instagram. That's where you will find, um, all of our posts, uh, for upcoming shows and things like that. We also have the SoCal nuclear's, uh, bombshell page on Facebook. Um, my own actual socials. I do have an Instagram, but I am the worst Instagrammer in the world. I think my last post was over a year ago. So <laughs> I don't recommend people find me on there. Um, if people do want to become my friend on Facebook, um, find me. You can search Team Rocket. Um, I'm almost certain I'll pop up. My current picture is still the Captain Spalding picture. <laughs> um, and uh, just maybe send me a message to be like, hey, heard you on the podcast. Would love to follow you. Like, would love to see your adventures. Because I am always posting just the things I do. Um, but like I warn everybody now, I never post things. When I actually, like, I will give people heads up for, like, performances and stuff like that, but the pictures I actually post are never when I'm doing them. So, like, I think it was recently I posted, oh, gosh, I don't remember, but I had posted something, and everybody was like, oh, I hope you're having fun wherever you are. And I was like, I'm at home. This was months ago. I, I am not currently doing this thing. <laughs> yeah, I saw, like, a day or two, you posted a Halloween dub, and I'm like, all right, you're on, you're oh, on yeah. <laughs> yep. Halloween to December, I'm doing it. <laughs> what words of wisdom would you give to someone who wants to try to find a group or make a group that is so welcoming to new ideas where you can be a full goober? Be full goober. Um, it's really, honestly, again, it's about finding those those friends who will like again, like, yes, and you, you know, like, I have this idea. Cool. I love it. Here's how we do it better, you know, um, or finding people who just genuinely, like, support your shenanigans, um, bouncing again back to Jem. Jem is one of those friends I, I had met, but hadn't fully started really getting to know her and stuff like that, and then when I did, um, Jem is now my other little, like, chaos gremlin you know i'm like hey jem you want to go get into some shenanigans while we're at things and she's like yes and i'm like cool let's go you know um it was actually uh we were at an ash nico concert and i love going to big like metal shows and stuff like that i um love mosh pits and i was just like jem there's gonna be a mosh pit at this concert you want to go start a mosh pit and jem's like fuck yeah let's go start a mosh pit you know we tried we could not 
Um, we're also both, Gem and I are both very small. So it was very difficult for us to like start a mosh pit. But, um, but if there's already one going, uh, that's one of my favorite things of like, I will jump in a mosh pit and I'm like five to 110 pounds soaking wet. Um, and people in the mosh pits think they can like bully me around and then I'll turn around and I'll just like flat floor and like push them back. I'm like, come on, bro, let's go. But, um, again, find people who you vibe with, who you can go to a Denny's with and be loud. And those, if you can do that with the group of people, those are the people, you know, you can get into shenanigans with, go have fun with, go do whatever, silly adventure that comes to mind like those are the people you want to find